Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Our Lady of Our Ladies of Sorrow. It was written by Kevin Ross. Our game master is Alex Sun, and this is episode five. Our recap will be given by me as my character, Rooster McManus. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. You know, you spend your spare time watching creepy movies and having sex with strangers and chatting about unresolved cases from work and laughing about how nothing really interesting ever happens to you. And then this happens. What's the old Chinese curse? May you live in interesting times? Well, things are getting a little too interesting. If you've been paying attention, then you already know most of it, but let me catch you up on the last bit. See, June and I, we head over to Knuckles Bookstore to see if we can find anything on the Three Sisters. We find a smarmy little dude trying to sell us a book that we now suspect came from Frank Wright's collection. He had a bunch of Wright's things in the back, apparently sent over by the landlord for evaluation. We negotiate a price, and the guy goes to get the paperwork because he says it's a first edition. Minutes go by, and uh, we start smelling smoke. I run back to find the guy, and he had set himself on fire. He just stood there in flames, not trying to save himself. I, I tried. I really did. But then I saw the shadow go out of him and crawl away. Darkness. Tenebrarum. June managed to snaggle the book, and I stayed to talk to the police. Meanwhile, our friends were in their car, heading to talk to old Lady Mary. Brenda was driving. Something happened. Uh, Andy said Brenda went blind and crashed the car into a wall. It was pretty bad. I won't go into all the hospital details, except that by providence, Brenda's brother-in-law happens to have a degree in it for Miskatonic in metaphysics. And he's hence proven himself to be a great source of information. He's now part of our team, as it were. That night, I didn't sleep well, still dreaming about my brother's death. I don't think that it's something that I'll ever get over. But then again, I, I really don't deserve to get over it. Next day, we bring Nathaniel, that's the brother-in-law, up to speed on everything that we've experienced so far. Milton reads the Levana book to us, and boy, it's obvious that Thomas De Quincey scoffed out a little too much opium while he was writing it. Felt like a bad dream of big words expressed in philosophy. Uh, about the different aspects of sadness, whatever. So then we visit Mary, the old woman, and the three sisters' apartment. I think she was quite senile. She was covered in walls and crosses and couldn't remember things, and the place smelled like a convalescent home. So after that, we went and checked out the basement where we found a lot of pictures by Little Dead William, the ghost boy. You don't think I'm crazy, do you? 
Images of keys and bugs and men with cow's calls and Mary with her crosses and a flood. Do the dead draw the living as pastime? I don't know. Carrot and Maddie have invited us to dinner in a movie. We'll see. Do you think I should bring red or white wine? Or beer? Good old Sam Adams. Thank you, Tom. We left off around noontime on Thursday the 18th. You are all in this claustrophobic basement in the Three Sisters apartment as you've been looking through these children's drawings. You know, kids will draw weird stuff. I mean, I get the dinosaurs. I used to do those when I was a kid, but it's this Some of this can't thing. be ignored, though. Yeah. So what do we know about this kid? Well, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Um, he died like 100 years ago. Back in the 19... Early 1920s. 1921. Oh, died in 1921. Of a an undisclosed illness. And yeah. he lived here. I wonder if there's a way we could find out if there was a flood and a bridge. Well, there was the great flood of what was it? The molasses flood of 1919. Yeah. Yeah. That was in Boston. I don't think that, I don't think that that, uh, that went over round of cars or anything. No, just uh, adding some levity. That color wasn't uh, fitting of a rather molasses. Flood. Molasses, yeah. It's a sweet way to die. Uh, yeah, well, I what about this, this, the man with this cow head? That seems almost occultish. Andy, do you know anything about that? Uh, I was thinking about that. Uh, Nathaniel, want, I have some experience in occult, but it sounds like you have more of the expertise as well. Let's have a look. Okay, so the photo is of a man with a cow's skull, and the skull is pretty much bone white. Okay. If you'd like to roll a cult, you certainly can. Sure, let's see if I can dust off these cobwebs and see if it rings a bell or two. That's going to be a normal success. Uh, same here. Nor same here, normal success. Okay. So while there were maybe cow-human hybrids in mythology, like the Minotaur, there isn't any local mythology here in Massachusetts about people with cow skulls for heads. Hmm. So let's think in the head of this kid, William. What could he have seen that that's how he would interpret that and depict it in a drawing? Man with a cow skull. I, I think that you can look at it and see that, I mean, uh, look, compared to the other pictures, cowboys and Indians shooting at each other. Eh, every kid's seen that. Okay, of course, he's in the 20s, but maybe he still watches TV. Uh, the uh, the dinosaurs once again very kid like stuff, and all these other things the bug the the stuff bug kid like a, a a cow skull is a very strange thing for a kid to be drawing. How would he even know what a cow skull looks like? 
Yeah, and it would have been a hell of a long time since Boston had cows wandering around there, even in the 20s. And the silver key. I don't I wonder if it means anything. Hmm. Well, I guess that could just be an old key in the house. Yeah, maybe so. You know, we we when we looked through the the records of this building, Andy and I, we only got to about the 30s before we had to catch up with you guys. I think it might be worth looking further into the more recent history of the building. Do we know exactly when it was built? Yes, 181892. Thank you. 1892. If we uh unless it was a fire or something like that in the courthouse, they've probably got the original blueprints. I thought you already looked through that. Oh, so that's right. Did. We did, didn't we? Yeah. We had just gone to the library to look at like the, the newspaper reports of it. And there was a lot. We just didn't have enough time to get to all of it. Yeah. We went up to the 60s. Uh, the last one was the pastry chef, uh, Mario Pignatelli. Who... Were, were there weird things happening all the way back to the 1800s? Or did First... they start at a certain spot? The first known instance was 1913, which is when the fire happened. Which is when the fire fire started. All of this. But, I mean, if the fire had anything to do with it, then the fire, it must have happened because of the fire, or it must have started a little before the fire. What do we know about the fire? It happened, um, I'll, I'll read you the, the notes I took. In the early morning hours of April 25th, a fire breaks out and three sisters killing three residents. The fire apparently started in the top front apartment where an elderly woman, Imogen Nolotsky, 69, apparently fell asleep in apartment 19 while smoking. Also killed in the fire were David J. Harris and his wife, Marianne, of apartment 18, age 53 and 56 and 55 everyone else made it out safely and the events these strange events started happening about the same time as this but we're not sure which came nothing else happens until like eight years later and then 10 years after that there's these long periods of time where nothing apparently happens do we know before now when the last known occurrence was no, we need to go back and look some more into it. Well, I mean, except for Mr. Ryder. Right. Correct. Um, I'd be curious to know when the last thing before his death was and what was You it. know, I think, though, that statistically, people dying in, in apartment buildings and <sighs> fires and stuff, it's spread out over such a large period of time. Isn't that unusual? I just, I maybe. I don't know. It feels like there's a lot of death here. And a lot of it seems to be undisclosed, like unknown reasons or suicides. I'm sorry, Milton, what were you saying? I should add that uh, the reading did say that the sister carries keys more than papal that open every door. Uh, It was used as a metaphor, perhaps, in the uh, writing, though it's hard to distinguish what is it is outlining the supernatural and what is a metaphor. But the key seems to indicate that this figure has um, unlimited access 
into the world of uh, men. Mm -hmm. The, the other odd thing, Nathaniel, is that they never repaired the fire damage. Yeah, they, they those floors are still just closed, except for there's like one or two people who live on one of the floors. But that's it. Huh, that's a bit odd not to <clears throat> take care it's of. It's been a hundred years almost. I just, like That just seems very strange. Do we know the history of ownership of this building? Well, it's, it's currently owned been... by the Starrets. But Miss Starrett said it's been in her family. I, she said it's always been in her family. So it it was opened by three sisters, um, last name Salmon. Like the fish. Yeah. Uh, munitions fortune heiresses. I don't know if this is something to think about because fish, salmon, you saw like water under the bridge. Maybe so. You know, what if what if we do ourselves a little survey, and maybe in an afternoon or so, check the dimensions, make sure there's not a hidden doorway or a wall that's too thick where you could have a little. Because there's Hiding space, something, crawl space, yeah. something missing in here. And, well, you know what I'm saying. I mean, maybe I'm just crazy. Maybe I've read too many uh, treasure hunt things. Um, but Out of the ordinary to suggest something like that. Uh, we could probably find some uh, old blueprints there. and um, do some measurements ourselves of the footprint of the building and see if there are any discrepancies. There was that... That fellow in Chicago that had the hotel with all the hidey holes where he'd murder people and H.H. Holmes. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. This doesn't seem like that complex a building. No, but certainly as strange. There is a ding as the elevator in the basement opens. I'm going to whirl around to face it. There's no one there. Oh, William, how you doing? Now, these elevators, they wouldn't do something like that unless someone interacted with them, right? Chose this floor. I, I mean, don't know, it could be like problems. faulty wiring, you know? It know. is an old building. I mean, there was an instant when Brenda and I were stuck in it. For a little bit and we had to call for help you're probably right i don't want to get carried away but and and also then again when we're moving the desk that desk turned into a coffin for a little bit that was that was quite interesting i'm speaking, i'm gonna go go ahead speaking of not getting carried away the text we read actually does warn against precisely that uh because her her um it says that the those that she has access to is those from who the where the brain rocks under conspiracies of tempests from without and tempests from within. I think, I mean, even if we were to taking this to be true, it might be that our fear of the thing um, as it increases may make us more vulnerable to it. We're feeding it with our fear. 
I would like to look in the elevator, being very careful to hold the door open, and see what the electrical panel looks like. Are there only five buttons or six buttons? So pressing your hands against the cold metal surface of the door, keeping it open, you look at the elevator panel itself. There are six buttons, but only five of them are active. The sixth button, which is to the fifth floor, that's been removed. Been removed. Yeah, you can't press it. And what do we know about what's on that floor? That's where the fire was. That's where um, Antonia, Antonio got his nose punched. Yeah, that whole fifth floor is, I believe, closed. We heard music. It was very haunted. Yeah. If it wasn't Antonio, then it was haunted. That was when I was possessed. Let's just say that. <laughs> we could I don't know if this again. necessarily matters, but is this the situation that it could be mechanically repaired? Uh, the elevator, the fifth button? We can ask Todd Beach. I don't know. Just looking at it, does it seem like it could? Like from... It's just with... wiring. We should be able to trigger it. It might, it might not have any purpose. I mean, we, we've been to the fifth floor anyway, but. Unless the elevator goes to a different fifth floor. Now we're getting carried away. All right. Stairs are fine, but that's interesting that that's the button that's missing. Where is the, um, the person who is supposed to be in charge of repairing this place? I mean. The, the superintendent, Antonio, would you know? Uh, it's uh, Todd. Um, he, was a he was the person who uh, helped, helped me and Brenda. Um, yeah, he right. lives on uh, apartment three on the first floor. Why don't we meet Todd? Does any Is anyone else interested? I mean, sure. and what time is it? It's around noon. We don't have dinner I'm... until later. I'm curious about something else. I'm going to step out of the elevator, but I'm going to send it up. Could okay. be to the fourth floor. You hit the and button. Once I hear it going, I'm going to see if I can pull the doors open again so that I can see if there's a floor right down there underneath yeah. where the elevator would be. You definitely can. Okay. So... You yank the doors open, you force them open, and there's just the bottom of an elevator shaft. There's uh, maybe some credit cards that have been discarded, lost Ooh. even, uh, wrappers, other detritus, and litter. All right. It's filthy. Yeah. So, no secret, another, another floor below us. That's cool. Um, I'm just going to let it go and come back. Well, whatever you guys want to do. I'm just a little interested in talking to Todd specifically about like why the building hasn't been repaired. Uh, just to start things off. I don't know if the stars will pay any... for it. Right. But yeah, let's talk to him. It, it Lights doesn't... flicker. Yeah, let's, oh, let, let's go. <laughs> 
I don't trust this elevator. I think I'll just take the stairs. Take the stairs. Yeah, let's take, yeah, the, take stairs. the stairs. Yeah, let's let's go upstairs. As you head up the stairs, you get a full view of the first floor hallway. Todd Beach is there. He's in a Hawaiian pineapple shirt today, and he's talking to a classy-looking woman in a blue dress. She has a Prada designer handbag draped across her shoulder, and Ooh. Rooster, you recognize her as Lila Starrett, the owner of this building. Lila. She appears to be talking to Todd, and she takes an envelope from him as well. Okay. As I uh, as we come up the stairs, and I see her, I don't say anything, but if I catch her eye, I'll be like. She catches your eye and she says, oh, hello, Rooster. Lila, how you doing? Surprised to see you here. I mean, you were asking about this. Uh, I heard you were on some kind of scavenger hunt. Well, not really. We got a friend who lives here. Antonio here lives in the apartment. <laughs> and... Uh, we knew the guy in, uh, we knew Mr. Ryder, who lived in one of the apartments. He recently passed away. Mm -hmm. um, and and we've got a dinner date with another friend upstairs, uh, Kurt. Kurt and Maddie. Okay. So you were also asking about the history of this building? Or you, well, yeah, we were kind of curious why you never fixed up the fifth floor. I mean, it would be a nice, nice view from up there. No, it would be too much effort. I'm afraid. Too much money, too much effort. Yes. Yeah. And I have other properties to worry about. I figure that's probably the case. Right. Uh, so was so, it named the Three Sisters when you when you bought it? Yes, or when inherited? it was passed down to me, it was already known as the Three Sisters because the mural on uh, on the top front of the entrance. Yes. Hmm. It's interesting. Uh, we were, we, you know, we're all kind of, you know, we're kind of a little mystery solving group. So oh. we've been looking into the background of the three sisters. It's kind of an interesting stuff. Uh, uh, Thomas McQuincy or Thomas De Quincy uh, wrote an interesting little book. Is this for like a documentary or a uh, Oh, podcast? no, it's just, it's just kind of for our fun. You know, we like to keep our minds active so that as we grow older, we don't Go nuts. Okay. Well, I could let you into the closed off floors if you want to do more research in that. Oh. But uh, we will we'll, we will have to talk about some payment. Oh, you want compensation? Yes, of course. And if you were to maybe even make this a commercial venture, I'd like 25% of all proceeds. You always were a businesswoman, ma'am. I do not regret that. No, you shouldn't. You're a very successful businesswoman. Um, so you're saying if we like put together a documentary, you, you'd want a part of it. If you were doing that, uh, of course, there is some benefits. I could have Todd here help you out with whatever you need. Well, what happens if we don't make any money on it? Well, I'd have to get some of the profits uh, up front for royalty so but she'd be getting 25 percent of nothing well we'll think about it oh, very well you just keep me in the loop you have my number sure so how much 
money are we talking? You want us to give you money to visit some closed floors of the building? Is that right? Business is Nathaniel Pickering, he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Nathaniel. Yeah. He's a Miskatonic University scholar. Oh, so it seems like picked up a specialist. Well, I'd also like immunity from any liability involving your investigation as well. Oh, in case we find out that you got dead bodies or something buried in the in the basement, then or in case you hurt yourself. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, well, we, you know, we're friends. We wouldn't we wouldn't uh, charge you for anything like that. She nods. Why? Uh, uh, how dangerous is it up there? Is the floor intact or? Nobody's been well, for fire has weakened the floorboards uh, from what Todd has told me, uh, which will make renovations a living hell. Yeah. No, I, I we would sign some sort of waiver if that's what we decide to do. Of course, I can get the paperwork ready tomorrow. Well, hold on. Yes. How much money do you need? Well, let's say $100 up front. Okay, a hundred bucks is, is reasonable. Yeah, we'll pay you just uh, as a showing of good faith. Sure, I got that in my wallet. Yeah, hundred bucks. All right, you give her a hundred dollars. She and it's okay it away. if we if we take pictures and and all of that. Of course, as long as uh, we get the paperwork squared away with the twenty five percent of anything that we do make. If we don't make anything, then yes. All right. And we'll pay for anything that we need to fix or, or you know, that Todd needs to, to do if we're up there. Yes. All right. That's agreed. Why not? Okay. As, as perhaps a parting question, um, of course. it's pretty eccentric to leave the top floor burned as it is. You were saying that it's financially not... Um, not a good move, but a lot of landowners clearly around this city have um, chosen otherwise with damage. Right. Well, and, and I hear you. It's just that the, the outside of the building has been deemed secure by the local fire department, as well as the town planners. And we just don't want to spend the money right now. Uh, and you are... Oh, this is Milton oh, Kleeman. He's a friend. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Mr. Kleeman. Eventually, um, we'll get around to it. Yeah, it's the lowest thing on your on your list of things to do. She owns she owns quite a few other apartments. Hence the Prada. Nice Prada, by the way. Thank you. It's uh one of six I have. But wouldn't this damage dissuade people from being interested in the rest of the apartment? I mean, it's got to, right? Uh, My we prices have a... are very fair, and they're very cheap. Well, they I can have... be less fair, right? If, if you had uh, built something that made it look more pristine? No, I don't want to gouge people. Have you gone up there yourself? You mentioned that Todd told you about the extent of the damage. I've seen some pictures that Todd has shown me. Didn't want to go see it. Because that's simply not my job. Have you, um, Lila, have you ever heard any of the rumors that the place is haunted? 
I have heard rumors, and I've have uh, I did own this uh, apartment while some unfortunate deaths did happen. It's just part of the business. People die all the time. That's true. Well, I'm sorry. We don't mean to keep you from what you're you know, up to. Oh, no worries. We'll be in touch. Good to meet you, ma'am. You as well, Mr. Pickering. And she walks away. Uh, her movements are with purpose, and they're very articulate. Mm-hmm. wonder what the deaths were that she was talking about. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was distracted by this. She is way out of my league, by far, a thousand times out of my league. Got a crush on her? Not really. Marrying up. It's like appreciating good art. It's beautiful, but. Let's pretend I didn't hear that, says Todd. (laughs) Come on, Todd. Oh, uh, uh, Todd. Uh, Yeah. um, I'm just wondering, uh, because remember the last. incident of the elevator when Brenda and I were stuck. Um, has there been any more repairs since then? Um, uh, any well, the elevator should be shut down oh. while they're under maintenance. For how long? Maybe another two days. It's going up and down. ADA, are you? Goodness. Oh, uh, it is. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's still- on. Sure. Yeah, it's been going up and down. That's um, that's weird. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll I'll make sure. Check out the uh, elevator panel. It's probably the ghost boy. He's probably riding it up and down. As you're talking to Todd, you notice that he does have very dark spots under his eyes. I think is from sleepless nights. Is something bothering you? Oh, uh, much. I haven't been sleeping well. How long is that? Uh, I just think it's my weird sleep schedule. I stay up late watching uh, min, uh, late night TV. Sure, sure. Can I take a psychology role just because it seems so connected to have sleepless nights in this building with nightmares? You are welcome to. Uh, that is a, a hard success. Yeah, he's playing it off, but he's not being entirely truthful. Hey, Todd, um, a lot of people in this building uh, have been um, experiencing nightmares. And I, 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 we initially thought it might be a gas leak. And I'm a professional as far as uh, repair and restoration are concerned. And I just wanted to maybe assist you looking around the building for maybe the source of that. Oh, that would be much appreciated. But um, I've been checking up on the place. There there ain't no gas leak. But yeah, I, I have been having nightmares, which is strange. Todd, a bit of an odd request, but would you tolerate a few what may come across as strange questions? I mean, if Miss Starrett says it's okay, then... Sure. Sure, sure. See, this, this has to do with, you know, these mysteries that we're looking into and it's sort of a hobby or passion of ours and we're looking for some more information that could be tied to something that we're looking into. 
Okay. Shoot. Is this a recent occurrence? The nightmares? Yeah. No, I've been, I've been here for eight years now and doing every little bit of things like plumbing, garbage, maintenance, sure. all that. And I think I've been having nightmares ever since I could remember getting here. Full time. And are there any particular themes or topics in these nightmares that stick out to you, recurring themes? Look, um, I, I, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I always dream of this old woman. And she basically assaults me and crushes me. She lays on top of you and pushes you down and you can't breathe. Yeah, how'd you know? Well, buddy, you're not as crazy as you think you sound. Uh, uh, Todd, ever since uh, I have stayed here, I've gotten the same dream. I have not been here not too long. It's called the night terror, and it, it happens to a lot of people. But there seems Does that to be mean a lot I'm, of there's something wrong with my head? No, no. No, I think there's, there's just something wrong with this place. Nah, it's not haunted. Oh, well, uh, you haven't seen the little ghost boy in the basement, William? Yeah. No, you're you're trying to pull my leg now for this documentary you're making. Well, we're no, we're being genuine here. <laughs> we're not trying to pull your leg. Did we grab the pictures? If you'd like. Okay. I see. Look, here's some of his artwork, and I start showing it to him. Um, little girl on the third floor said that uh, she and him go down into the basement and draw pictures. And these are the ones that William's drawn. I mean, obviously, the girl draws it and signs William. You know, this paper looks a little old, like uh, 1920s when William died. Uh, looks like standard 11.5 by 8. Alex, is there anything as sort of like an antique store owner that I could point out to him? Like, listen, uh, because of the paper being this way, it's got to be from at least back then, you know? Um, well, just for clarification, the paper is new. Oh, it is new. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, there goes that. Um, did any of these pictures mean anything to you? Uh, well, I do think that the child drawing these pictures should see a therapist. But he shrugs his shoulders. Are there any other boys here that are named William? No. I hold up the silver key and say, have you ever seen a key here that looks like this? No, we, we don't use keys that look like that. And those are like the, the old-fashioned keys yeah. with intricate designs. They just use the house keys, apartment keys. 
Well, I didn't say whether you used them or not, but have you ever seen a key like this, an old dusty corner or? No, I can't say I have. And I know pretty much every lock in this building. Nothing would take that. Well, we would very much be interested in seeing the upper floors uh, once uh, once we sign uh, Ms. Starrett's. Uh, yeah, of, uh, of course. Uh, she's pretty on top of documentation, so you'll probably get that faxed to you tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Okay. Want it faxed to you? Uh, got a fax machine? Uh, yeah, I mean, she can send it to my office fax machine. All right, I'll uh, I'll, I'll have give you my card. Give you my card. Takes your card. Um, there's something lingering in this place, and we've all felt it. And what you're feeling is perfectly normal for this place. We're just trying to get to the bottom of it. Oh, geez, I feel so much better. Well, if you need to leave, leave. I mean, if you need to get away for a couple of days. <laughs> no, there's, there's a lot of work to be done here. No offense. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be here. And if you need me, just knock on my door. Okay, if three. you need us, we'll, we're the ones who'll understand you. So. Yeah, well, I, I got your card. So I think I'm set. Um, uh, Todd, before we let you go, um, what's the latest uh, incident that happened here? What do you mean by uh, instance? Incident or anything strange? Uh, Well, the only thing that really happened was... So so when you say incident, what do you mean? Like the elevator was weird. Oh, um... More the like last person what, that killed themselves here, died yeah, here. Geez. Yeah, basically. Uh, or what we found in the library because we were only able to go up to 1960. I I've just only been it. here since 2001, and no one has killed themselves since. Or died. Well, Frank Ryder, uh, bless his soul, yeah. he, he passed away well, recently. Yeah. yeah, we knew him. And uh, Todd, were you aware of the history of the building before you started working here, or you just took the look? I just fix things. I don't ask a lot of questions. The money's good, and I'm happy. All right, thanks, Todd. Yeah, no problem. He heads back into his apartment, shutting the door. You don't hear a lock. Yeah, I think he'll be. I think he'll be good for hammering nails and you know getting us upstairs again but another resident plagued by strange night terrors sensing a pattern makes me curious about what's his name upstairs the smarmy uh reporter mm-hmm. fella that is true he might have caught something in his photos that could or wonder if he's having nightmares too we could always ask Maddie as well at the dinner. Maddie and Carrot. Andy, oh, yeah. your your girls and your wife or your fiance, they haven't said anything? They haven't had any nightmares? Uh no. Uh I mean the girls are fine. Um, if anything, I did tell them to stay away from Naomi, or at least don't go down to the basement. Uh How about Naomi's parents. I never met them. We heard, uh, I just remind me, I think we heard 
want we at did. least a mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are some more questions about neighbor. William. I would like to ask her a few more questions about. Oh, that's right. She was kind of, kind of abrasive, wasn't she? Kid? The mom. Oh, I don't. I don't think we really interacted. I think we just knew that there was. Yeah, they live in apartment eight. This is and from the mailboxes uh, in the hallway. This is Bridget Wills. Mm. So, do we know of any descendants of this William boy of, of siblings or anything like that? We didn't get a surname, I don't think. He we had got... siblings. Oh, I remember that from the article. Why don't we head over to the the the, the uh, Hall of Records and Dodge William Dodge? And he had two Dodge. brothers, Richard and Stephen. Maybe we could see if he's got any Matthew. And if those guys have any uh, great or great great grandchildren, living relatives. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind going to the library and seeing if I'm trying to get more recent history. If there are any more reports? Let's do some more research then. Yeah, let's opt to the library. Stepping outside onto the streets of Boston, you, I would like you all to give me a listen roll. O six stream. Okay. Nope. Regular success. So you definitely hear the screech of an eagle, uh, June. And it is really strange because it's perched on a ledge of this building. And it definitely seems like it doesn't belong in this this climate, in this environment. It is a golden eagle. And it flies off. Ever seen a bird like that before on here? No, that's kind up of in strange. the up in the woods, maybe, but not not in Boston. I mean, maybe I somebody's that. pet got loose or something. Would... It's illegal to hold those kind of animals as pets. I saw a ton of those when I visited Yellowstone some years back, but I didn't know if I didn't. I, maybe we do have them around here. I don't. I've never seen one before. It's an urban area. If anyone has any natural world, you can you can roll that. At base, I got a. Oh, I got oh nine. I got out of t- out of ten. I got <laughs> oh, I got oh one. <laughs> oh wow! Nice. Okay, so you all confirm it to be a golden eagle, and they are usually. Uh, they can usually be found in deserts, not urban areas. Huh. Yeah. They usually find deserts. flies off. Well, birds not going to find much to eat out here. No snakes and lizards and scorpions. Milton, what? did that passage you read mention anything about the desert? I uh, fleetingly thought so, uh, but looking over it, it doesn't seem to. Mm. Certainly didn't seem like a portent, um, an omen. Desert bird. What connection do we know of? I mean, maybe it got loose from the zoo or something, you know? That's possible. Possible. 
That's a good explanation. That's about the only thing. <laughs> we're, we are of. so in our own heads about this right now. How about let's go to the library? Maybe you can clear yes, our heads a little bit. that's a good idea. <laughs> Maybe get some coffee along the way. I know that some of you are researching the history of the three sisters. Yes. What are the rest of you researching? Because there can be a lot researched. I'm going to look into the, the Dodge family and if they have any living relatives. Sure. I'm going to look else? through... I'm going to look through the microfiche and see if I can find newspaper articles from around the time that William died. Mm-hmm. And I'm also look gonna... up the same and family. Sorry, I apologize. Okay, I'd also like Milton to make an idea roll. A normal. A normal. You can also do research on the sorrows. Okay. Yeah, I'll uh, look into that. Okay. So I'm just writing down what everyone's researching. We got the Dodge family. We got the Salmon sisters. Building in general, I believe. Building. Uh, Anything else? I'll look through uh, all the the newspaper articles, see if I can find anything about that building and about murders or homicides or anything that have gone on. Okay. So if 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 June finds something in particular, I'll see if there's a corresponding yeah. newspaper article. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you got it. I'll take a library use roll from everyone. Oh, I got a ten. Twenty-three. It's a. A hard success. Okay. I got a regular. Actually, mine's a hard success, too. Okay. Um, Can I push it? How are you going to push it? Uh, Tell you what. I don't think you can push this because you're just researching. But I can say that you can transfer, if they want, a success from doing research from the building to research on the sorrows as they take time to help you out. So would you like that? For for research in the Dodge family? Oh no, no for, for for Milton. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So okay. Cool. And what did you get, Nathaniel? So am I able to spend some luck on this or of course. You're always welcome to spend luck. I'm going to spend five points to make it a regular success. Okay. All right, so let's start with the Dodge family. William Dodge, Eric Dodge is the son of Matthew and Caroline Dodge, and they have lived at the building at uh, uh, 182 Beacon Street. He had two younger brothers, Richard and Stephen, uh, and they died sometime in the uh, 1940 and then 1930. So there's no descendants anymore. Okay, so no record of children. No. As for information on the the three sisters, I've got the rest of the document here. 
1964, no. Oliver Curran, 82, is found dead in his bedroom in apartment three. Cause of death is ruled as natural causes, heart failure. 1977, on the night of October 20th, college student Dewey Kilby, 22, and his girlfriend, Amy Hybert, 18, are robbed and murdered in the alley behind the three sisters. Kilby and Hybert were not residents of the building, but are walking through the neighborhood after attending an old film noir movie revival at a nearby theater. 1993. February 25th, Corey Plainton, 21, of apartment 6, is shot to death 14 times in his apartment. Plainton has a reputation as a local drug dealer, and police quickly arrest Forrest Nails Barons, 31, Joe Kirby, 21, and Albert Money Kip, 24 in connection with the murder. Nails and his accomplices are known rivals of Plainton, and eyewitnesses positively identify them leaving the building just after the shooting. They are serving their life sentences for murder in the second degree at Bay State Correctional Center in Norfolk, Massachusetts. 1993. November 11th, Spinster Sunday School teacher Lorna Kingery, 99 years old, dies alone in apartment 11. She has lived in the Three Sisters for 39 years, her only companions at the time of her death, a pair of black cats. Authorities are unable to find any next of kin. Boy, that's sad. It all just sounds so normal. Yeah, it, yeah. Although Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Staritz would therefore know that she had drug dealers living in her apartment and shot so many times goodness that's that sounds like a lot of uh, anger you know, a mob yeah and, and one less... of these really wasn't even the the building itself okay so research on the sorrows that a rooster maybe you ended up helping milton with because yeah. there's only so much information you could find Milton, please. One, from an informally written diary or confessional. Once you have met them, they will never let you rest. Seen or unseen, they will dog your steps, plumb your dreams, perhaps even guide you down paths you may not have believed imaginable. Curse them, implore them, try to ignore them, but thereafter your life will play out according to their whims. Pray that you bore them and they grow tired of you as a child grows tired of an old plaything. Otherwise, you may discover why they call themselves the sorrows. Two, from a source similar to the previous. They are three dark sisters, these sorrows, Mater's Lacrimarum, Suspiriorum, and Tenebrarum. Are they fictions, dreams, or spirits? They are all of these, and yet they are none of them as well. They're more. I have seen them. I have heard their terrible whispers, my own secrets revealed to me and theirs as well. All they want, they say, is to be embraced, loved, known, but to know them is to lose one's grip on one's own soul. They claim to grieve, but their sorrow is a scourge. They claim to love, but their love is an abyss. Three from a more scholarly source, or a more rational one at least. 
The sorrows, or our ladies of sorrow, are awful spirits from the dawn of man, ageless and endless. They may be daughters of Lilith, though they sometimes show a compassion for mankind, which the queen of night lacks, or they may be kin of grim Hecate, though they do not shun the daylight as she does. They may be three, or they may merely be one. There are hundreds of legends about them in their multitude of forms, which stories, if any, are closest to the truth is anyone's guess. Four, the cryptic legend most frequently used to describe them from any type of source. They wear many forms and many faces. They are known by many names. When man first began to dream, they were there to plague him. When the last man on earth dies, they will be there to mourn him. They are the sorrows, and from the first breath he takes until the very last beat of his heart, their prey is man. And I do know that Andy was doing research on the original Salmon Sisters. Yeah. And you got a heart? No, I got a regular. Okay, regular. So, Elizabeth Salmon, Deidre Salmon Frey, and Christine Salmon Wolf, they all got their munitions fortune together and they built this apartment building. And one by one, they faded into obscurity, having either uh, having died. But, and, and you know that. Lila Starrett is one is a direct descendant of Elizabeth Salmon. Hmm. Interesting. There were munitions. That's where they got their money from munitions. And little William draws a picture of cowboys and Indians shooting each other. I mean, maybe it means not that cowboys and Indians are always shooting themselves in the, in the old 1920s shows. Oh. Still not drawing the connections that I wish I were. Yeah. But we've learned quite a bit, um, especially more information about these sorrows. It seems to corroborate the other things we've been learning from other sources. It, it, it does sort of seem to me like these sorrows are just metaphors for sorrow. Now I'm really getting paranoid, but the names in the first reading, there was a last name that was, wasn't it her, wasn't it June's last name? No, 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 no. <laughs> Very uh, close. A bear. Yes. Hybert oh. was hers. A bear is mine, but close. Oh. Do we feel like our best lead is the guy that tried to um, threaten us? The photographer? I don't know. It's all, all I can think of that he could supply is whether he's had nightmares too. Otherwise, There's it just the, seems like a, a mook. How close is the dinner that we were going to have? You spent a lot of time at the library. So it's about 5 p.m. dinners at 6. Oh, yeah, we should time. head over there. We need to go yeah, shopping. To go. And 
with extra food. It's yeah. going to be a crowded apartment because my fiance and my right. my kids are going to be there. I'm going to run run home real quick, take a quick shower, dress up, and uh, and grab Stop some Sam Adams to bring with us. Got it. So you're going to get a couple six packs. Some of you are picking up bakery, maybe from Mike's mm-hmm. Pastry, North End. Wonderful. Get some cannolis. Uh, who's just heading there? I mean, I am. I live there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll head along with Andy. Okay. Too much to do besides that, so I'll, I'll join them. And wait. Sounds good. So you are once again back at the Three Sisters apartment, claustrophobic, brown, and you make your way up to the third floor. I mean, uh, actually, to the second floor. Third floor, because this is Maddie's apartment. And you smell smoke coming from inside. You hear like, shit, shit, god damn it. And there's, and when you, when the door opens, there's just burning food from the oven. And he's, and you see Kurt pretty devastated. He's like, Wellington's ruined. I'm, I'm so sorry, guys. No. Don't even worry about it. Why don't we just order pizza? Yeah. Um, yeah. Pizza's, pizza's good. I'll, um, I'll order that. Anyone feeling Chinese? Or Chinese. That sounds excellent too. Okay, great. And that's fine. Uh, I'm just so stupid. I'm sorry. Uh, Kurt, it's all right. The important thing is that you're going to be around good company. It's going to be great. Okay. Yeah, we've all burned something. Don't worry about it. Right. And this is, this is Maddie's apartment. So when you finally get a look at it, it's, it's got a lot of goth memorabilia. There's, a lot of band posters. It's pretty simple. There's some nursing scrubs that have just been thrown, gosh, tucked away into a corner. And she does have a dining room table. Uh, I'll I'll go and pick up the Chinese food. You can make yourselves at home. All right. Oh, um, I think I'll just fetch my fiance and my kids. Right? Yeah, Are they already there? That sounds good. Yeah, I'll just go down and fetch them. Okay. Is Maddie here? June. Uh, Yes. So as you make your way up the stairs, because I'm assuming you're avoiding the elevator, you see Kurt just say, hi, uh, dinner went wrong. We're we're getting Oh, I'm sorry. I got beer. Oh, thanks. You can just set it on the table. Uh, And he, he dashes off. And once you get to Maddie's apartment, she's there. Uh, basically cleaning up the the remnants of a beef wellington. She yeah. sighs. Oh, Jesus Christ! You would beef wellington. That's a bitch to make. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a tough undertaking. I mean, we're not good enough to be eating beef wellington. <laughs> well, I mean, he insisted the best for his friends. Let's I told uh, him, Maddie. He told us to put this on the table, but can we put the beer in the fridge? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. So she opens up the fridge, takes the beer. Uh, you notice that there's just, just like a lot of fast food, <laughs> junk food. No severed heads? Okay. No severed heads. Well, hey, besides the mess, 
Nice digs. I'm Nathaniel, by the way. Thanks. Uh, I'm I'm Maddie Mercier. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Well, didn't you have um another one with you? Yeah, she went oh. to go get her folks, didn't she? No, no, Brenda. Brenda. Who means uh, Brenda. She uh Brenda she got in a car accident. accident. Oh man, that's terrible. We think she's gonna pull through. Um, she's it's gonna take some time, but I'm confident that she's gonna make it through. That's good to hear. Tell us about yourself, Maddie. We don't, uh, you know, we've met Kurt. Oh, me? I'm just. Well, I moved here from Missouri, and I go to MCPHS, Mass College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences, mm. and I haven't really been around at time to rest because I've been doing my clinical trials, uh, which is just uh, clinical, sorry, which is me going out to hospitals as a nurse for practice, mm. and you can see she's she's dead tired. Missouri, bunch of. Let, let me help clean up. Why don't you go sit down? Okay, thanks. I'll and she sits down. So you moved here from Missouri, eh? Yeah. So you plan on sticking around Boston after you finish studying, or you want to go back home? Oh, I, I like Boston. Lots of strange people. It's a nice town. Different people. You got that right. Yeah, you picked a strange place to live too. This place doesn't kind of give you the creeps. I always get a weird vibe. You say that when Andy's there. Yeah, and your um, <laughs> your fiance is also there, Laura. Oh yeah, and then and my your kids. Yeah, and no, no, no offense. Just you know, old buildings. They just they feel weird sometimes. You know. I mean, this place was cheap, and it's what I can afford as a college student, and I'm no complaints. I, I haven't noticed anything weird. Mm. Sort of trying to act like I admire the furnishings. Well, I like what you've done with the place. Yeah, she's got a lot of art, um, art prints by Dali, as well as prints of Van Gogh's Starry Night. She has an incense burner shaped like a skull and a metronome, and also some Venus flytrap plants against the windows. Nice. She's got... Did does she have an Acherontia sticks on the wall? No. Oh, interesting. She um, does have a lot of CDs from the 1980s and 1990s. So what's oh. your metronome for? Can you say that again? What's your metronome for? Oh, it helps me sleep at night. Interesting. How's that? It's just like white noise. It's something to concentrate on. Hey. It works like putting a putting a tick, ticking watch in with a, a puppy to go to sleep. <laughs> it's almost like a grandfather clock. Yeah, I can't say I've tried that one myself, but could see it working. I guess. Yeah, you should try it. Maybe I will. Is there anything else you'd like to ask Maddie before Kurt comes back? Hey, Maddie, how how is your sleep? Uh, doing you you having uh, creepy nightmares no I'm not having any creepy nightmares no well that's good 
some of us, we've started to think that there might be some sort of gas leak in the building because we've been having real creepy uh, you know, night terrors where it feels like there's somebody in the room holding you down. Now, you think it's ghosts? I don't know. I think there's ghosts in this building. We've got uh, permission from the owner to uh, do a little ghost sleuthing. If you want, I think to she us. just wants your money. Well, I get her money often enough because I'm her uh, insurance inspector. Oh, really? Cool. But no, I don't. I don't believe ghosts. I feel like that's kind of silly. Yeah. I but you're 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 kind of goth in your style, right? You like yeah. the uh, yeah. It's an interesting aesthetic. It's a way of life. It's great. It's, it's how I express myself. Cool. Any, any favorite bands? Oh yeah, I've got some CDs for um, Sisters of Mercy. Uh, die laughing. Yeah. Good selection. Thanks. We'll have to rock out sometime. Also, uh, he's making sure, like, Angela, his kids are not knocking things down since they're, like, feisty little three-year-olds. So. Oh, they brought, their, uh, they brought their coloring pad. Oh, that's good. Yes. They're drawing something together. Oh, um, and he's going to look over and... It's got a lot what? of red crayon. I see. And he's going to go over to his lovely uh, do- twin daughters. So, uh, Angela, Carmila, what are, what are you two drawing together? They point at the stick figure that is hanging by its neck. It's got its left arm cut off. And uh, they point at it and say, this is Dustin. Dustin? Let's see. Looks like he had a bad day. Yeah, why, what happened to Dustin? Uh, why did he end up that way? He was sad. Oh, I see. Very, is very sad. One of, is Dustin one of the names? Is, oh, is, it is. Why don't you roll a sand for seeing your own kids do that? That's appropriate. Yeah, zero slash one. Got it. Okay. Hey, girls, how did you know about Dustin? Who is that? Oh, just one. So, Grandma told us about Dustin, and they speak in unison. Grandma? Wait, are you talking about... uh... Um, just looking at my notes here. They say no, other grandma. Who's, who's the other grandma? The one that lives up there. They point towards the fifth floor. Oh, oh I mother-in-law up there? They go back to drawing. Uh, uh, Angela, Carmilla, do you have any other drawings you've drawn lately? Uh, yes. May I see them? They shake their head. No. Why not? 
they're hidden away. Ah, I see. And that's when Andy looks over to Laura and says, uh, how long have they been drawing this? Uh, Laura wasn't paying attention oh. because she was listening in on the conversation between Maddie and Nathan. Uh, wow. She said, oh, oh, my God. Um, sorry, the kids. She snatches the coloring book away, from, not the, the notepad away from them. No, don't uh, do that. Yeah. Um, no, it's okay. We'll, we'll give you a new uh, notepad, new coloring pad, uh, Angela Carmilla. Laura looks very disturbed. She mouths, what's going on? I, I don't know. We'll talk later. Let's just enjoy the evening. Okay. Um, I got some more questions for these gals, if Andy doesn't mind. Uh, sure. Just uh, be, please be gentle with them. They're only three. Yeah, I'll kneel down and I'll scribble a little too and you know, draw some trees here and there. Hey, gals. Uh, who's this uh, other grandma? She sounds pretty fun. Can you tell me about her? She just points once again upward. Just up there. Does she does she like visitors? Do, do you think that uh, we could meet her? She's Naomi's grandma, too. Well, that's interesting. Um, wh what does she talk to you about? Does she teach you how to do these drawings? or They nod. Oh. And uh, she's, is she nice? She's nice to you? She's your grandma, too. Oh, I don't... No, I don't think so. Um, but uh, that's... It's just, she's got a lot of big family, huh? Everybody's grandma, huh? Have you girls met any little boy named William? William's in the basement. Well, that's great. They go back to yeah, color. He told them not to go to the basement. <laughs> Grandma and William. That's just swell. You just see Andy like sweaty, like. Eventually, the apartment, the hallway starts to fill up with the smell of Chinese food and also pizza. And Kurt's just carrying a tray and he puts that down on the table and he says okay dinner's ready okay sorry so much about not a problem. I, i'm a fuck up all right at kurt no no and also don't say that in front of the kids please but oh oh sorry but but it, it, it's 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 fine relax okay. uh which movie are we going to watch tonight uh i i don't know i didn't I forgot that there were kids coming, so I have to choose something a little more appropriate. Oh, I mean, they, they sleep rather early. I can always send them to bed before the movie comes on. Oh, I was going to watch The Thing. Hell yeah. Good movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's great. Well, we just make sure we tuck the kids in. Yeah. Uh, well, you were supposed to have Beef Wellington, but now we have Beef and Broccoli. So sorry That's better anyway. Oh, okay. Sound like you know how to cook, though. Beef Wellington's a big job to tackle. Yeah. Maddie chimes in. Yeah, he must he may have overestimated his skill. Oh, maybe come over and practice at my place. <laughs> I'll have you you never you know, know until you try. 
I'll buy the ingredients if you want to try beef Wellington again. All right. That actually would be really nice. I I think I just need to get out more. Yeah. Kurt, so what do you do for work. Me? Oh yeah, I'm a yeah. I'm a writer for Strange But True, the website. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. you did tell us that. Okay. Yeah. Where's 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 Brenda? Brenda oh. was in a car accident. She's in the hospital right now, but she's she's pulling herself together. Oh God. Nathaniel is uh is her brother in law. We were all pretty scared there for a little while, but the doctors and nurses, I talked to them, and they're pretty confident that she's going to make a full recovery. It's just going to take a take while. A time. Time. Yeah. You you can see the genuine concern and sadness in his face at the news. Oh, well, no. that, that's, that's good to hear, at least. Oh, man. Was it was it related to them? I'm going to sort of lean over to someone else in the group and be like, is he tied into everything we've been looking into? Or? A little, yeah, he knows some of it. Pretty much. It's, yeah, there's still some weird stuff going on, Todd. Kurt. Okay. It's a possibility. Oh, geez. Okay. I don't I don't know what to do. I just feel so powerless sometimes. We're figuring it out. Let's just enjoy the pizza and the Chinese food and relax. And we're gonna enjoy a very awesome movie. I'll take a psychology roll. Okay. Um, I will spend some luck to make that a regular success. With a regular success. You can see that he's not enjoying it. He's playing with his food. He seems really racked with guilt and sadness and some of his depression from hearing that genuinely awful news and also failing to make dinner properly. Um, if I also rolled psychology, uh, which I did, and mm -hmm. I spend seven luck points, I get a hard. Okay. Sure. So I could be any better. <laughs> no need to spend luck. All right. Yeah, he's pretty genuine. He's, yeah, he's just got a lot on his mind. Rest. Yeah. Everyone give me a spot hidden roll now. A regular success. Okay. Uh, hard success. Regular. Regular. I got a hard success. Okay. Everyone who passed, give me a sample. Regular success. It's a pass. Fail. Okay. Yeah. So it's just zero slash one. You can see Andy has two shadows. And when you notice it, it begins to glide along the floor and out the front door. And Maddie sees this too. She starts screaming. You see that? It's moving. I'm I'm going to rush for the the front door. Mm -hmm. Is the door open right now? No, it's closed. Okay, 
I'm going to rush for the door and open it quickly because I've right. seen the shadow thing before. Yeah, yeah. It opens. Uh, so it, it went through. It's moving down the hallway up towards the stairs. Gotta see where it goes. It's getting away. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Uh, for, if possible, we're split second. I'm just wondering how, how Andy's kids are, had reacted to that, if, they, if any. They're laughing. They're laughing. Well, I'll be right back, honey. Uh, keep on watching the kids. She hasn't seen it as well. Okay. Yeah, I'll be right back. So home. you all sprint out the the apartment, and it goes up the stairs, and you're following it. Okay. Yeah. And as you go up the stairs to the fourth floor, you're beginning to hear that waltz again, that haunting waltz once more, as it continues to move past the door onto the fifth floor. Can we get in there? The, yeah. the door has been repaired and it's been relocked. I could try to pick it. You are most welcome to. Yeah, let's see how that goes. All right, give me a uh, luck. We got a 20 foot. Oh, so just a lock pick? Uh, yeah, lock pick and roll. Yeah, no. <laughs> and if okay. it was luck, I wouldn't have gotten it either. Sure. Uh, is meet my attempt a a pushing the roll? Yes. Uh, well, uh, can I attempt to push the roll? Of course. The consequence is you probably make a, right. a mess. Okay. Or break Maybe it. Yeah. Break something off in the lock. Seventy-six over seventy, so I failed. Okay. Yeah, you break the lock and opens. Oh. oh. Well, gee, it worked. Careful. There is a lot of evidence. Yeah, I'm yeah, betting uh, okay. Star it's going to be after us for more money. Not a problem. It's a doorknob. Five bucks. All right. So the door swings open. You can hear the waltz a little louder now, but it's it's completely dark. If you're going to try and find a shadow in complete darkness, that's a fool's errand. Turning on my phone light. Okay. Turn Wait, on your did phone we have flash. those yet? 2009? 2009, yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, first year for smartphones was, uh, at least the iPhone was in 2008, I believe. Okay. Right. So you head up the stairs. They creak and they groan, and you can see that they're a bit fire damaged. And you can smell that familiar smell of smoke. It smells like burnt dinner. You know, this music. Yeah, we couldn't find any kind of phonograph. It's the same as last time. Be careful. Yeah. Wait, who's not with us? Andy's is family. That, is Antonio with us? Uh, yes, yes, I'm here uh, with my limp. I'm sure. <laughs> as fast as I could. I think Rooster's onto something here. We, we've, we've had people that were away from us become possessed. I think we should keep our eyes open. Yeah. You can see at the end of the hallway a old crone and she just walks into apartment 18 who's that and this is the splitting image of elizabeth salmon tenebrarum i'll yell out all right what else do you say 
because you get no response. Suspiriorum. Mater Lacro. That one. <laughs> the music Lacromaro. stops. Oh, we've done that. It is pretty silent. You can hear your own your own uh, breathing. We shine the light around and see if we see anything. Just fire damage. I'm going to inch my way towards that apartment door. Careful. Careful. The floor is rotted in places. Oh, we right. probably should wait until daylight. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Abnormally dark. But we're on to Apartment we, we, 18, right? Yes. If we um, wait for daylight, we may lose our opportunity here. Except she's up here. I mean... She's here now. I just want to point okay. out that apartment gonna, 18, that's where Davis fire. and his wife yeah, died yeah. in the fire. I'm, I'm going to hold the light near the floor so that we can see. Go carefully testing it. Don't Don't yeah. just walk ahead. Okay. I would say because you're going carefully and you're taking your time shining a I'll light. I'll even hold on to his belt so that if it, the floor gives way, I can yep. pull him. Uh, no roll required because you're taking your time. And you creak your way over. All of you are up there on the fifth floor. Okay. And you look into the 18th floor, uh, the, apartment 18, and it is empty, save for the furniture and the detritus that you saw last time. Maybe a few roaches. How's the floor? The floor is also fire damaged and unstable. Yeah. Do I hear anything? No. Besides your own breathing and perhaps the city life. Psychic event is over. Yeah. Rooster didn't didn't the man at the bookstore die? Like, I mean, you saw his shadow fleeing whenever he lit himself on fire. Yeah. I don't, how was Kurt? Like, when we all ran out of there, like, what was his state? But the shadow was on. You ran out. Anthony. Andy. Yeah. Oh, it was Andy's shadow? I thought it was Kurt's. Sorry, that was... Okay. Yeah, it was Andy's. Oh, oh. I thought it was Kurt's in terms. Oh, that makes it even oh. worse for him. Like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Well... <laughs> How are you feeling, Andy? Uh, uh, pretty terrified. Um, I need to maybe uh get out as fast as I can. Try to transfer my family as fast as I can. Let's um, uh, let's go back. Let's go back. Yeah, yeah. we, need we to don't have legal. Tomorrow we'll have legal reason to come up here. I just I just want to mention that the De Quincey um paper does seem to imagine these sisters as an existential threat. It's something that uh, affects every human being and always has, that sort of thing. But we believe, as of right now, if we do believe it to be a cycle, uh, a spiritual phenomenon, we believe it to be located on this building. Why have we believed it that it was? I guess it's just everything we've seen has been related. What if it's affected people instead of a building necessarily. I guess it's because it's the three sisters building. That information. Go, but this like weirdness stays. Right. 
you 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 mentioned the the stuff that you read in the library. Uh, they're toying with us. All we can hope, all we can hope for, is that they become bored with us. Well, we should probably make it back back uh, down there. Yeah. Okay. And that's as we're on our way back down, I'll be like, "What if there was some sort of a thing that fed on human fear, and that it's." purposely doing stupid little things to scare us. I once talked to a I once talked to a priest, not a not a Catholic priest. He was saying that that's what demons do. They enjoy tormenting people, but they really can't do much. You know, they make the person do it themselves. They make the person drive themselves crazy. So far what has actually happened? We've had some music. We've had a dress deposited in my in my closet. We've had some lights flickering off and on. So what you're saying is that they're capable of prompting, as it were. Yeah. It has to come from us. Except the guy who lit himself on fire. Um, the Ladies of Sorrow piece does mention how Lacrimarum is throughout history next to miserable events. Uh, and we, it, she did respond to Matter Lacrimarum, uh, such as next to Rachel weeping for her children, uncomforted, etc. I need some pizza. Yeah, let's go check on Kurt and Maddie, because Maddie was sure freaked out about it. I'm just worried about what are my kids doing. They're drawn. They're. Oh no. They seem. If it really is something, it seems to have tried to attach itself to Andy. Now twice. Why is it that it's interacting differently with these kids? Uh, They're drawing things related to this. Um, they don't seem particularly disturbed by any of it. Maybe kids are too full of hope and and sweet thoughts to actually be attractive to them. You've got to live with a lot of pain in your life. I know I have. Sure. That could be. Do you head back down into the third floor? Yeah. Entering Maddie apartment she's currently comforting kurt who is hyperventilating oh uh you okay yeah i'll I'll be okay gotta be strong right kid if we uh i turn this i talk to us just people aside and just say that we have to really keep an eye on him because the um the one of the titles of matter lacrimarum is the suggestress of suicides. And I think we've we've seen that a lot of it has been this sort of, uh, a lot of it has sort of been leading people to the point where they are so desperate that they have no other route. There have I been mean, several suicides in this building, yeah. Maddie, how you reacted, you saw what we saw, didn't you? 
Maddie. Um, yeah, she she seems pretty shaken. I I I don't know how to explain that. We don't want to use the term ghost. We don't think it's a ghost. But if there is, look, I I think that I think the movie's canceled. I I need to help Kurt. I'm... I think that Kurt, you need to realize that whatever this thing is, it's trying to make you feel bad. You should get angry at it. It's manipulating you. It's manipulating all of us. Maddie looks at you like you're crazy. Like, please, I think it's time for you to go. Andy is already trying to get Laura and kids like, let, let, let's let's talk the kids to, to bed. Or, all right. Or, dinner, dinner was nice, but I think we all need to cool off. All right. You guys call us if you need anything. Oh, okay. Sure. We don't know what's going on here either, but something seems to be going on. I guess before we leave, because we've been asked to, I'll just tell Kurt, listen, all the research that we've been doing about this, Rooster's right. This is exactly what I would want you to be doing right now. Okay, yeah, okay. He'll he'll think positive thoughts, but He's not in a good place right now. Please just go. All right. Maddie, you got to keep an eye on him. I will. Come by and see me. We'll do some cooking. Uh, Kurt just, just nods weakly. Just not Beef Wellington. All right. It's pretty late. It's maybe... 8.30. What's everyone doing? You know that bedtime's approaching. I'm already talking to kids to bed. Yeah. I don't think it's a particularly good idea for any one of us to be asleep unsupervised. Or at least alone. I'm expecting to dream about my brother. I've been dreaming about him every night this week. But this makes me mad. It makes me really furious. I mean, if it's a... I don't know what, you know, we don't know what reality is. We don't know what ghosts are or, or spirits or demons or... Something's trying to make us trying to make us feel despair, and it just makes me angry to think that something's manipulating me. I would agree. However, I'm, I mean, uh, Andy, isn't that exactly what demons do? They hate us, so they make us feel shitty. Yes, and they make you susceptible to possession. And Milton says that Lacrimarum is trying to get to whispers in the air to people to commit suicide. Uh, Tenebrarum. Okay, Tenebrarum. Well, fuck her. (laughs) You know? If I want to commit suicide, I'm going to do it on my own terms, not on hers. 
There's the attitude. Well, here's a thought, because I'm going to tuck the kids to bed. and I don't know. It is 8.30. How about all of us go to a bar together or something, trying to get our mind off things before we all disperse? The pink oboe over on 6th. Why it's not? A little f- yeah. yeah. I could use a drink. Okay. Is everyone heading over to the bar? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Wonderful. June, you have some flirty text messages from Natalie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll I'll engage. I probably come off a little like distant. Sure. Yeah. Of course. And now you're at the bar. It's a dimly lit bar. Fairly open, colorful lights shining down. It's not the bar that Milton went to before. No Clara. And you get served drinks. Are you talking about anything in particular? I don't know. Maybe I'm trying not to talk about. Yeah, I was thinking the same. All right. like, so you all sit and it. try to pretend everything is normal. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Probably badly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. Like, uh, I don't know if any. Or like, oh, uh, June, you got a couple of tech. That's why you were looking at your phone. Something um, good? Yeah. Did I that, Did I tell you guys that the woman I've been seeing is Kurt's sister. That was a total accident. I didn't even know that. But yeah, she's <laughs> Kurt's sister. I'm really oh. worried about Kurt, to be honest. Um, well, so that's Kurt's sister. Has she been saying anything related to what we're looking into here? Any odd behaviors of his? or It didn't seem like they had a very good relationship in the first place. It didn't talk much. What do you make of the coincidence of it? That, it's, I initially wrote it off as just a weird coincidence, Milton. I did, but now I can't. It, all of this is, it's, it's weird coincidences, right? It's just weird coincidences. Feels like we're being played. Like a chess game. Exactly. These what? things, I mean, apparently they understand and interact with things completely beyond our understanding. So as long as it's on their terms, they're going to be several steps ahead of us. What if we just don't play? What would that mean? Maybe the people who commit suicide, maybe they're not playing. What does it mean not to play? But they're aware of us now. I don't know if there's a place we can even be where we're not playing. I mean, like, Frank was aware. I think Frank tried to play the game and look where it got him, you know? Well, let's think about Frank. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. If they're so powerful, what do they want from us? 
misery? Maybe they just get their kicks on it. Honestly, the only haven I'm thinking about is the church, to be fair. Well, if you put it in church terms, and I'm not I'm not a Catholic or anything, but Catholics believe in active entities that are trying to hurt people, and they do it just because they hate humans. Could it and be that, that, that they just feed off of this? I mean, the sorrows, right? Like, that's in their name. Could it be that they just feed off of that, the unhappiness, the despair? Maybe. Maybe you're giving off some sort of energy in your brain and they like the taste of that particular stuff. What if we just don't despair? <laughs> I mean, I look, said than done. my guess is we've all got something in our hearts that bothers us and makes us very sad. Um, I'm going to tell you something I've never told anyone. My brother died. He uh, he broke through the ice, and I was not able to rescue him. So I watched him freeze and drown through the ice itself. I looked into his eyes as he stopped functioning. What I've never told anybody is I'm the one who goaded him to go out on the ice in the first place. So I'm directly responsible for my brother, and he's been haunting my dreams for years. Uh, that's terrible. Yeah, uh, how old bad. were you? Do you reckon? Um, I think I was like 12, 13 years old. You were old. so young. Anyway, that's something that children do and you can't you can't let that you can't let yourself feel responsible for something that is just so universal like that well what i'm responsible for is not telling anyone and choosing to keep that secret my whole life even now i'm not a kid anymore i mean i can't blame you really uh, that, what I mean, good would it do them to swallow? I think that's the one thing that she would try to focus on. Maybe that's why I've been dreaming about it every night since we started this crazy thing. Look, they're using it. Yeah, well, and see, I can't just turn that off and I can't just get over it. Because whether I was a kid or whether I wasn't a kid, I was responsible. I am responsible. And, yeah, kids do that all the time. But that doesn't make me less responsible. Sure. I. But in sort of with this idea that you've been having about not playing. Um... Well, I ain't going to kill myself over it. Well, no, that'd be, I mean, that's definitely playing in my opinion um but how do you i think that's definitely a really prominent thorn in your side that they can dig into you but how do you how do you take that usefulness well, power away from them i tell you i tell you that because that's going to be my way of resisting 
you all must have your own ways and I can't really tell you how to do it. You just got to be honest with yourselves. I, I actually didn't sleep last night and um, I guess I'd been planning at least before this to not sleep tonight either, but I, I guess I don't know where I'm going with that. Um, do you want to come on and sleep over at my house? I'll make sure nothing happens. I could, but even if we were to sleep uh, next to each other, isn't what we're really worried about something that w- the scale of which maybe it possesses two people, maybe 12, uh, maybe all of humanity. I mean, what, what's the scope of its uh, potential? We, we, we don't think it's limited to one person. Well, then we can't really escape it in the first place. Why worry about it? Which is why it's hard to get angry at it, because you can get angry at something that you want to solve. It's a problem you want to solve. But what is there but despair when you're facing something that is, um, you can't see the, the edges of? Maybe you just get angry at yourself. I, I don't know about that I mean that sounds I mean I think that's something that could maybe help us just really being honest and being there for each other and there's going to be times where your situation that you feel really ashamed of with uh, your your brother it's going to start eating at you and you're not going to be able to deal with it on your own saying I've got demons in my past that I have to reckon with that overwhelm me i think that's what they want you know why don't we make a pact we all have each other's phone numbers if you start to feel like you're slipping down that road call someone call one of the others and we'll make a pact that no matter what we're doing if the other one calls we go there immediately we have to like brenda though Pardon? No, it just got her. It oh, Brenda. Her. Well, maybe that's our way out of this. Maybe, maybe, maybe Frank, maybe Frank won. Maybe the way to win here is to wait for them, endure until they get you instead of you getting yourself. I, that sounds like losing to me. Maybe we I mean, go how after do we know him. That all, all of these people could have been visited by the way. And it just looks like suicide. You know, what, what happened to all these other people, but it really was. They were visited. I was by conf- these the little Williams drawings. Like it says in the paper, he died of some illness, but his drawings show him surrounded by three women. You know, I don't, I don't know. Right. I, uh, well, well I would note that in the reading, it does say that they seem to stand by misery, but I think that sort of implies that you're right, that they did cause it in some way. But that way is obscure to me. And the way in which they influence things seems to be um, subtle or existential to the point where they are puppet masters of everything. Yeah, I thought up till today that the book guy lit himself on fire and just immolated himself. But I'm not so sure now that it wasn't meant to look that way. And that she 
it didn't do that to him. Do you reckon that at those key final moments, the moment in which they show up and take you, as it were, that they become more manifest, tangible? Yeah. What scares me is the thing that Milton... Milton said about them, not you could worship them, you could love them, you could hate them, you could do anything, and you can supplicate, you can plead with them. They will not. There listen. is one death that should have witnesses as well, and that's the murder of that man by those drug dealers. They're still if there was a woman present, they may have seen her, but I don't know that we could just call up a correctional facility and ask to speak to one of their inmates probably Would not rooster, rooster you're an investigator is I there any way could. that you yeah maybe tell them what I happened i wouldn't be surprised if they described like a, a manic frenzy or that they couldn't even remember you know it's not a bad idea so did you, did you roll where was the prison bay state bay. correctional norfolk norfolk how far is that from here? About a two-hour drive. I'm just uh, wondering if the same thing happened to... We talked to Mary. I know she's a bit senile, but I wonder... It could have, it could have affected her, too. That's why she became this way. Mary, Mary's just an old woman. She might just be going senile. That's just a natural progression. But her stalwart belief or whatever she said in all those crosses i mean she claimed that she didn't have any she just collected them but maybe that's kept kept her from despair i don't know if somebody already made that this connection but there was the the drawing of the person surrounded by crosses in the um in the it looks like her yeah. And so we, we, we attach William, this William figure, to these ladies of sorrow. And one of the ladies of sorrow, I, it's easy for me to get their names mixed up, but one of the is directed to a small slice of the of, of people, it says, but those most prone to um, uh, madness. Uh, and it, it does mention, I think, something along the lines of dementia. Mm-hmm. these metaphors for sorrow have always been with us we've never actually been apart from them but I don't know I think something else is going on and we're getting distracted by Thomas De Quincey's works and what if you I mean, in the real world, you don't have things that are doing this to people. But in the in the real world, there aren't these kinds of coincidences that we've run into. I mean, we, we I think we've left the real world in a way where we have to accept a new reality that is redefined by our experiences. Maybe. I don't know. This could have always been the world that we lived in. We just, as till yet, hadn't interacted with these things that we didn't understand 
I'd be curious to know that that apartment complex right down the street. If we looked into that apartment complex, the random one down the street, would we find very similar things to what we're finding here? Is it just coincidence? I think that if it if it was possible that we could find it just down the street, then it would have perhaps been mentioned in some of our research. It's possible, though. I wonder if these things, I mean, could be that they, they're creatures of habit. Uh, I mean, like what Milton found in the library, you uh, about hoping that they just get bored of you. I mean, they might have just selected that location because it was a target-rich environment um, and never felt the need to spread out from there. I, hmm. We do have a wish to banish them from it, don't we? I mean, if such a thing were possible. Well, if we could figure that out, yeah, sure. How, how can you banish something that's everywhere? You know? Well, I mean, we can be defeatist about it, but if we're trying to try something, we have to, we have to first imagine what it would look like to succeed. Well, um, when you uh, were in the cafe, um, not too long ago, and you saw that uh, Frank, you said it looked like he got pushed, pushed into the road. Yeah, scared into the road. So maybe um, they're feeding on anguish or sorrow uh, enough to the point where if you get to, uh, I guess, a breaking point that maybe Frank had, they show up and they're stronger and that's what they need. But the logical conclusion of that would be we'd have to experiment and let one of us get that bad. What if, what, you know, you said something earlier about good feelings. What if we counteracted this whole thing with good feelings? What if we went, I mean, just talking about money spending, but if we went up there and we fixed up the, 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 the fifth floor, cleaned it up, got rid of the bad smells, painted the walls, repaired the floor. Maybe the gloom of the building would just dissipate. I mean, that's a silly suggestion, but I wonder what that effect would have if we fixed up the place. Couldn't tell you. I... If, if the weird evil persistence continued in a nice, clean apartment, that would be pretty fucking weird. But maybe that's why it's in that apartment, because it's dirty and dingy and despairful. I don't I know. I'm drunk. I'm so drunk saying. right now. Yeah, I'm it's it's late in the night. Yeah. Um, one too many. To I'd like to know what everyone's doing now. Boston as they head home. Teams. I think I'm going to go home. Milton, did you want to come over or did you? I, I don't want to be that kind of burden. And um, oh, my God. You're not a burden. All right. Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm just worried about you. So, 
but I don't really know if I have a place to go. I slept in the hospital uh, last night. Oh, aren't you guys staying oh, at Brenda's place? Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. I mean, if you want to come over and sleep at my place, no, I don't care. <laughs> Maybe you should bring Nathaniel home, and I, I should, uh, I should go to my own bed and just stop being such a coward about it. Well, I don't think there's anything cowardly about it. All right. Well, whoever wants to come with me, we can go. Okay. Sounds good. So, Rooster, you're going home. Nathaniel, you're going with the Rooster. Milton's going to his own home. June is going home. To, and then Andy? I have no choice. I have to go to, back to the three sisters. Wonderful. June, you arrive home, look on the lights, and there is a death's head moth on your counter. Like framed or just, or alive or dead or? When you opened your door, you could have swore you heard fluttering, but it's, it's taxidermied. Same kind of uh, situation as Frank's and yeah, yeah, but it's not in the case. It's almost like it flew and landed. What do you do? I'm opening a window and tossing it out, and again leaving all the lights on and the TV on as I try to get some sleep. Excellent, excellent, Nathaniel, you with Rooster. You're basically heading to bed. You'll, you'll you'll get the couch, or sure. No, if you want, the bed's there, the bathroom's there, fresh towels. Okay. Yeah. There's snacks if you want snacks during the middle of the night. Yen okay. Night What's that? In for a nightcap. Sure. I'd have a sure. whiskey neat if you got it. Ah, of course. What uh, do you like? Scotch? Sure. Smoky stuff. All right. You like it smoky? It's a Laphroaig. Sounds great. Excellent. And you drink the night away and then? I have a drink or two. One drink and then. Yeah. And then head to bed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Roll power roll for me, please, Nathaniel. Just Nathaniel? Yeah. Actually, both of you. No, oh, I got a 90. It's a 90. <laughs> you got a 92? 98. Oh. Okay. With a 98, you find yourself opening your eyes, and you're up there on a moonless night up in the Black Mountain of New Hampshire. A cave has just collapsed. You see, you are hearing the pleas for help from your friend Henry from deep within the cave. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. You fucking coward. No, please. Please don't leave me. So I'm having this nightmare of a terrible memory of mine. At any point, do I wake up or? You find that your body is not your own and you end up just walking away. Like you did in real life. 
Roll sand. It's a regular success. All right, it's just going to be one. Rooster, you have decided to sleep on the couch? Sure. Because he's got the bed. You awaken to the smell of tobacco and pipe smoke. There is a figure in a rocking chair that you never had. It looks like Frank. Frank. Rooster, was he? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Frank, how you doing? I'm okay. Hanging in there. Hold on. Let me get you an ashtray. Thank you, young man. So, uh, hoping that you're going to help enlighten me on what the fuck has been going on. I told this before, but you've seen her already. Yeah. She's got avatars that exist in the waking world. Is this Lacrimorum or Tenebrarum, you said? I think you know. Tenebrarum. Darkness. And there's a lot of darkness in ourselves. And he takes a, another puff. Yep. A lot of darkness. Don't let your darkness overtake you or the people you love. Or else the avatar is going to claim you. Yeah, that's what I've been saying to everybody. Yeah. Well, she's calling to me now. Oh, can I get you something from the fridge or something, you know? I think this will be the last time you oh. see me. Well, can you get away from her? I mean, is there anything I can do? He shakes his head sadly, and he says, take care of Kurt. Yeah, okay. He leaves through your front door, closing it behind him. I get the spray. <laughs> And then I wake up, probably. Yeah, you wake up, it'll be morning. Ah. And we will end it there. Okay. <laughs> Our players included Holly Buto, Chase Kapner, Dan DePaulis, uh, Nell Hippel, and myself with Alex Sun as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.